Welcome to Sleep Cues, the everything baby sleep podcast. I'm Erin, pediatric sleep consultant and founder of The Happy Sleep Company. From catnaps to night wakes and regressions to teething, we cover all things baby sleep. With a passion for children's sleep, we're here to help tired families get healthy rest. Hi everyone, welcome back to Sleep Cues, the everything baby sleep podcast. We're talking summertime today because it is finally summer. I bug you all the time with my woes about living in a city that has a very cold climate many months of the year. And for those of you who live near me in Ottawa, Canada, you know exactly what I'm talking about. For those who don't, we relish the summer months here because they are few. We don't get a ton of time with just really lovely, sunny, hot weather. And so we just grab onto it and hold on tight and squeeze every last drop out of it when it finally arrives. So as a sleep consultant and a mom, I'm a little bit torn, right? Because I want to just embrace the summer, have tons of fun, stay up late, enjoy those late evenings where it's actually light until 9, 9.30 at night. But... I'm a sleep consultant and I know that healthy sleep and early bedtimes are still so great for so many children, including even my own, who's still only nine years old and still needs a reasonably early bedtime. So how do we find that balance? You know, how do we have fun and squeeze every last drop out of the summer, but make sure our children don't end up little tired messes by the end of it because we've just thrown all of their sleep out the window. So that's the thing. That's what I want to talk about in today's episode is some tips for keeping summer sleep on track while also having fun and enjoying and embracing the summer. And I know that can be tough as a parent, both internally we're conflicted about how to manage different situations like late evening barbecues and pool parties where naps might be missed, but we are also getting a lot of pressure from external sources like well-meaning grandparents, aunts, uncles, friends who just say skip the nap or put baby down late. But as a parent, you know that might not be the best option for your family. So what I want to talk about today is that those tips for keeping sleep on track and still having a great summer. First thing I want to talk about is sticking to a schedule, but being realistic. Again, it's all about that balance. So I recommend that you try to establish some structure to your days in the summertime, even though they might look a lot different than the sort of September to May months of the year. So try to establish that structure in your days. Try to create a summertime routine that lines up as closely as possible with your regular schedule. Again, the one you follow from kind of September to May. Keep your child's wake up time, their nap time, and their bedtime the same for the most part. There might have to be some wiggle room some days if you have a particular activity going on, but for the most part, try to think about what your usual schedule is the rest of the year and stick to it as closely as you can. If you are trying to shift your child's schedule a little bit so they can go to bed later during the summer months and hopefully wake up later the next morning, I do recommend that it not be more than about 30 to 60 minutes later than their bedtime normally is the rest of the year. Again, generally about half an hour. If you normally put your child to bed at 7 every night, I suggest you don't go much later than 7.30 for the summer months, and hopefully your child will adjust to that and start sleeping later in the morning too, maximum an hour later than normal, but probably 30 minutes is best for most children. So that's going to help keep your child's circadian rhythm on track. 
And of course, staying up late once in a while for backyard barbecues and those pool parties is fine. We do want to enjoy that sunny summer, but we don't want to let a 10 p.m. bedtime become the norm for your baby or your toddler if your goal is to keep sleep on track long term and not have things go way off the rails. Next thing I want to talk about is naps, not skipping naps whenever possible. It can be really tough to tear your child away from fun summertime activities, especially Of course, if we're talking about toddlers and preschoolers who are really aware that there's a lot of fun stuff going on and they don't want to miss out on it. So it can be difficult to tear them away from those activities. But it's really important that kids of napping age continue to nap every day and especially in the summer. Your kids might be getting even more physical activity during these months, so their bodies need time to repair. And that is what nap time does. That is when that happens. So even if they resist it, you need to insist on some quiet alone time in the middle of the day and they very likely will fall asleep for it. It has the added benefit of getting them out of the sun during the peak hours of the day too. So don't forget about that. We really want to be staying out of the direct sun of the day between about 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. And bonus, that is when many children of a one nap day have their nap. So it's just a win-win that we're getting some time out of the sun, we're getting time to repair their little body and their little mind with that nap every day. If we're talking about an infant, it's not as hard to tear them away from fun activities because they're not quite as aware that they're missing out on fun activities, but it can be harder for the parent to say, okay, I need to step away from this activity and go home for the nap or get my child to sleep somehow at this time. I can't just skip this nap to stay at this activity or event. Make sure that if you can't schedule around it and you are going to be out for a nap, that you take a stroller or a wrap or a carrier for your infant so that even if it's not at home and even if it's not in a crib or a travel crib, your child does still get that sleep as you walk around at whatever activity you're at and your child has that nap in the wrap or the carrier or the stroller. I do want to talk about embracing free time. It can be really tempting to overschedule ourselves in the summer months especially right now when we've had a couple of summers with very limited activity because of the pandemic and we just want to do all the things. There's so many invitations to cottages and barbecues and pool parties and of course you're going to accept lots of those invites. That's what summer's about. But I do recommend that you try to let summer be a break from really structured, scheduled time where we're sort of, okay, we have to be here now. And then in an hour and a half, we have to stop this because we're doing this next thing and we need to travel to this next activity. We really want to try to embrace some free time. Make sure instead that your child has some unscheduled time each day to simply play and explore. Overscheduled children can become overtired and stressed out really easily. And again, we're especially talking about the toddlers and the preschoolers in this case where they're just very aware of how much is going on in the day and so many transitions from one activity or event to the next. So really try to schedule in, schedule in some unscheduled stuff. Leave yourself some time for unscheduled activities and free play. And even for your infant, they their bodies are very aware when we are constantly going from one activity to the next and there's so many transitions in a day and that can become very exhausting for them. So try to give yourself and your little ones some downtime. Next tip is trying to stick to your usual routines. I talked about sticking to your usual schedule as much as you can, but also try to stick to your child's normal routines. And by that, I mostly mean their bedtime routine. 
From September to June, it's really likely that your child has a specific bedtime routine that you follow every night. It's probably something like pajamas, brush their teeth, a couple of stories with a snuggle, and then into bed. Try to keep this routine as similar as possible during the summer to help their body understand it's time to go to bed. It also makes it easier to get back on your child's usual sleep schedule once back to school season arrives, if we're talking about an older child who has to go back to daycare or school in the fall. But in every situation, doing those similar steps in a similar way each night helps her child understand bedtime is approaching very soon. So especially in a situation where your child has had a big day full of activities, we maybe had to pull them away from an activity to go to bed, their mind is wound, their bodies are overstimulated, we want to help signal to them that it's time to go to sleep soon. And the steps of that very similar routine do this. It helps them wind down. It helps their brain become accustomed to the idea that we're switching from playtime to sleep time very soon. So really try to stick to those routines. Sometimes we can feel a little rushed in the evenings when we've left an activity and we're heading home and it can be tempting to just skip the routine and try to get your child into bed because they're tired. But I would try to do a little routine each night, even if we skip a bath and we just do a warm wipe down with a cloth to sort of simulate a bath. That might be a way to stick with a usual-ish routine, but still signal to your child that this is the norm, this is what we always do, and sleep time is coming up soon. Finally, forget judgment. Do what works for your family. As both a sleep consultant and a mom, I have been where you are if you are struggling with family pressures to do things a certain way. Whether it is what your child eats or when your child goes to bed, there are often a lot of opinions about what happens with your own child, but it's your baby and it's your rules. So if you know that your child thrives and gets his best sleep when his bedtime is earlier, don't feel badly doing what is best for your child and sticking to their usual bedtime throughout the summer. It can be really tough to stand up to the pressures of family and friends and neighbors who are all really well-meaning, but whose sleep philosophies just don't jive with yours. So remember that you know your child best. And if you know your child can handle a bunch of late bedtimes and missed naps, then great, you can do that. But if you know your child can't and you feel strongly about sticking to a normal schedule, remember that it's your child, it's your rules. And you have the liberty to do that. And that's what's best for your family. I hope this was helpful. Those are my top tips for keeping sleep on track for the summer. You can do this. You can keep sleep on track and have a fun summer. I promise I have done it. I have been there. And I hope everyone just has an amazing week and also a beautiful summer and enjoys this time with your families. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sleep Cues, the everything baby sleep podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode with a mom or dad who might need some rest. Connect with us on Instagram at The Happy Sleep Company and check out our website, thehappysleepcompany.com for loads of blogs, sleep guides, and information about how we work with families one-on-one to get sleep on track.